recording has started. Okay, and then Commissioner Collins, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to you. Commissioner Collins, you're on mute. Good afternoon and thank you, Ms. Moreno. This is the San Francisco Arts Commission Community Investments Committee. Today is Tuesday, April 20th, 2021. And I would like to call this meeting to order. May I ask for a roll call, Ms. Moreno? Yes. So, Commissioner Collins? Present. Thank you. Commissioner Ferris? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Musle? Commissioner Ordeana? Commissioner Parker Pennington? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Shelby? Present. Thanks, Commissioner Shelby. And Commissioner Shiota? Here. Thank you. We have quorum. Thank you very much. This meeting is being held by teleconference pursuant to the governor's executive order in 2920 and the fifth supplemental to the mayoral proclamation declaring the existence of a local emergency. During the coronavirus disease, COVID-19 emergency, the Arts Commission's regular meeting room, the War Memorial Veterans Building Suite 125 is closed. Meetings of the Art Commission will convene remotely. Today, the Arts Commission meeting is being streamed using the WebEx platform and will allow for remote public comment. While this technology allows us to hold these meetings remotely, it may not be as seamless as we would prefer. There will be gaps and delays as staff transition the technology between speakers. Please know that we are doing our best uh, that we can and we ask for your patience as we learn this new way of working together. Before we start, I'd like to remind us all about the policies and procedures for virtual meetings. At this meeting, we are bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to the best practices set out in the good government code. At every public meeting, there is a place for general public comment where members of the public may make comment on any item pertaining to this body. In this case, please keep your general public comments to items under the purview of the San Francisco Arts Commission. For every item on the agenda, there is also a place for public comment pertaining to that item. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on topic. Lastly, a few virtual housekeeping items. Commissioners and staff, if you have not already done so, please mute your microphones to minimize background noise. When you speak, you will have to unmute yourselves. Commissioners, please raise your hand to be recognized to speak or ask a question if it is not already clear to me that you are the speaker. Also, please introduce yourself when you speak so callers on the phone know who is speaking. I will now turn over to our program associate, Lorena Moreno, for a few public comment instructions, including the possibility of a brief pause that we may take. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. And just wanted to also note that we do have Commissioner Ordeana now in the building with us before I begin my next slide. All right, so the commission has strongly encouraged interesting parties to submit their comments in writing prior to this meeting to sfacgardas at sfgov.org. That's sfac.grants with an s at sfgov.org. 
for members of the public who wish to make um, excuse me, a public comment on items on the agenda, the phone number to call for public comment is 415-655-0001. And before I continue, I do see our Director of Cultural Affairs with his hand up. So Ralph, did you have something to note before I continue? You, you may continue because I think you're going to address what I was going to say, so. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> the access code for this meeting is 187-082-6977. You'll be prompted, prompted to press the pound twice. Your line will be unmuted, but you will be able to hear the meeting in progress. You may also make public comment using the WebEx link. You click on the WebEx link. You'll then be prompted to enter the following information, first and last name, and email address. These fields are required to be entered. However, if you wish to remain anonymous, you may type the public, um, you may type the word public in both fields, the first and last name, and public at public.com in the email field. Please make sure that you are in a quiet location and that all devices around you are muted so that there is no echo found when you speak. At the, at the appropriate time, the chair, Commissioner Collins, will ask you will ask for public comment. For members of the public using the WebEx link, please use the hand icon to raise your hand. This will put you in the public comment queue. For members of the public who are calling by phone, you will be prompted to press the star three when public comment period opens. This will add you to the speaker line. When the system message says your line has been unmuted, this is your time to speak. You will hear us ask you to state your name and to make your comments. You are encouraged, but you're not required to state your name for the record. I will start um, your three minutes when you begin talking using a visual timer. You will get a 30 second audible warning from me by me saying 30 seconds. When your time is up, I will say caller, your time is up and I'll put you back on mute. You'll be moved out of the speaker line and back as an attendee in the meeting unless you disconnect. Participants who wish to speak on other public comment periods can stay in the meeting line and listen for the next public comment opportunity. Any individual who speaks during the public comment period today's meeting can email a brief written summary of comments to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to sfacgrants at sfgov.org. As a reminder, the summary may be rejected if it exceeds the prescribed word limit or it is not an accurate summary of this public of the speaker's public comment. Public comment instructions will be also shared on the screen as you see here. And as Commissioner Collins noted earlier, there will be gaps and delays during this meeting. We will be including a 15 second delay once a public comment is called to give members of the public time to raise their hand. Commissioner Collins, please begin the meeting when you are ready. Yes, before we begin the meeting, may I ask for a director Remington to um, add um, an amendment perhaps to our agenda. You're on mute. Thank you, Chairman Collins. Uh, I would like to um, offer an amendment to the agenda that uh, due to the unprecedented nature of uh, the Derek Chauvin trial and, and uh, due to the fact that a verdict is, is expected in about 15 minutes, uh, when that verdict comes in, uh, I'm suggesting that we take a pause and uh, for 15 minutes and uh, step away from the agenda 
pause the timer, and then come back after a 15-minute period. Thank you very much, Director. Thank you. Um, I'm now calling uh, agenda item number two, which is general public comment. Um, general public comment allows members of the public to comment generally on matters within the commission's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the commission's consideration. I am now calling for any public comment. Is there any public comment on item number two, general public comment? Ms. Moreno? So we did not have any emails sent to us. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and just read the public comment statement. If you are already listening to this meeting via the web link, please raise your hand. If you're calling by phone, please press star three to be put in the queue. Um, please press only once. Since pressing it more than once will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on agenda item number two, general public comment. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking and you will see a visual timer. Um, if you are listening in via WebEx, you will also get a 30 second audible warning from me. You'll be muted once your time is up. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individual who speaks during the public comment period at today's meeting can email a brief written summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to sfac.grants at sfgov.org. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and do a quick 15 second on my phone. And Ton, if you see any hands that are raised, please let us know. I'm seeing none. Let's give it a few more seconds just to be on the safe side. Okay, since we are not seeing any hands up, then the public comment period is now closed. Back Thank you, you very much, Ms. Moreno, uh, Mr. Hong. I'm now calling agenda item number 3A. If you wish to make a public comment on this item, item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number 3A is going to be a series of actions around uh, our cultural centers and the cultural centers endowment allocation for FY22. Um, I would like to, um, now turn this over to Deputy Director Joanne Lee. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. Good afternoon, Commissioners. I'm delighted to bring forth these four uh, motions for you. These represent the operating grants for our four cultural centers, as well as two of the virtual cultural centers um, that are their subgrantees. The uh, total amount of funds from the Cultural Center Endowment is um, a little under $2.4 million. Um, and so due to the anticipated decrease in hotel tax funds um, in fiscal year 22, we unfortunately have to decrease the uh, grants to the cultural centers by 10% from what they received in fiscal year 21. 
We are, however, able to give each of the four buildings an additional $10,000 um, to support new reopening expenses that they're incurring as these buildings are um, starting to reopen. Uh, you will see that these are amendments um, to their fiscal year 21 um, grants rather than new contracts. These amendments um, extend their grant windows for into fiscal year 22 and adds these new funds. This provides financial flexibility in their managing and expending their grant funds over two fiscal years. Um, I also just, um, as an additional note, want to let you know that we are also changing the term of their lease agreements, um, even though these don't require commission approval. I just wanted to let you know that we will be changing their terms of their lease agreements from one year to a five-year term um, that are um, that have annual renewals for up to five years. And so this provides long-term stability for the cultural centers um, and really signifies our ongoing investment and partnership um, with the centers. So before you, you have um, motions for each of the four um, cultural centers. The African-American Art and Culture Complex um, resolution includes their funding from DCYF, which is work ordered to the Arts Commission, as well as funding for their subgrantee, the Queer Cultural Center. And in the SOMA Arts resolution, you will see that there is also the funding for their subgrantee, the Asian Pacific Islander Cultural Center, um, included in their motion. Um, I'm so each of these motions are, they're each separate for each cultural center. I'm happy to take any questions. Um, any questions from the commission to uh, Deputy Director Lee? So I, I'd like for you to bear with me. I'm gonna go ahead and read the motion. I would like, is that correct, Director, Deputy Director? Oh, I, this is, uh, this is Jenny and I, I do a quick question for, um, for Ms. Lee. Um, is, uh, so the, so the contract, you would just do an amendment and this would be for cover this, the rest of this year, they're already in contract for, and then you would go into fiscal year 22. Um, and would the funds all be released at once or would, would they also get released at the beginning of the year? Um, there, so, yes, um, commissioner, uh, this would extend their current grant that originally was going to terminate on June 30th, 2021. Uh, this amendment will extend their grant agreement to June 30th, 2022. And we do have a grant disbursement schedule. Um, so they, it is allocated over the period, um, over the next 12 months. Mostly upfront. Um, thank you very much. Um, we may we, we will have a recusal. I'm going to first read the motion and then ask for oh. any recusal. Commissioner Collins, we have um, Commissioner Diana's hands up for a question or discussion. Please, Commissioner, Commissioner Ordiana, President. 
I believe that this may be a recusal. Commissioner, we can hear you now. Great, thank you. Uh, Commissioner Collins, go ahead and uh, read the motions and then I'll go ahead and recuse myself after that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, this is a discussion of possible motion to extend the grant agreement for the African American Art and Cultural Complex by resolution number 06012062 and increase the grant by $822,182 from $116,519 for a total of $1,216,925 for the Cultural Center. 635,223 plus 581,701, um, a total of $286,500 to support activities at the Cultural Center from the Department of Children, Youth, and Families, DCYF. The actual amount from DCYF in FY21 was $147,000 plus $139,500 a total of 235,349 to subgrantee Queer Cultural Center QCC. That is 111,418 plus 123,868. And to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to enter into a grant agreement not to exceed $1,738,733, that is, $916,591 plus $822,182 um, for fiscal year 2021-22 at this time. That is the motion and the discussion. May I ask for any recusal? Uh, commissioners, I'd like to recuse myself from uh, item 3A. Um, as it pertains to the Quirk Cultural Center that rents space for my employer, the SFLGBT Center, and that may pose a financial conflict of interest for me. So I'd like to recuse myself from any discussion and potential decision on that motion and can step away from the call right now. Thank you, President Orignana. Um, Deputy Director Joanne Lee has presented this, is that correct? Um, and now I'm going to ask for any discussion or comments and look for any raised hands from members of the commission. Are we seeing any raised hands, commissioners? We have the recusal of President Ordiniana. I want to re, uh, remind commissioners to say the name of the motion if you have anything that you want to comment on um, and ask for a motion now uh, to approve sub item 3A of the Cultural Center's endowment for fiscal year 22, the allocation for the African American Art and Cultural Complex. May I have a motion? Shiota, so moved. Second. May I have a second? Second, Commissioner Parker Pennington. Thank okay. you both. May I also now ask for any public comment? Is there any public comment on sub item number 3A? of the Cultural Center's endowment for fiscal year 2022, the allocation for the African American art and culture complex. Thank Ms. Moreno, would you read um, for public comment, please? Yes, yeah, so we did not receive any emails um, for this comment item. And Tom, do you see any hands raised? I do not. 
Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and give it a few more seconds just to give folks some time. We raise our hands for a public comment for um, sub item 3A of the Cultural Center's Endowment Fiscal Year 2022 allocation for African American art and culture complex. Seeing none, I'm going to go ahead and close the public comment. Thank and you. And pass it back to you. And may I now ask for any final commissioner discussions or comments? And if there is no further discussion, may I ask for a call of the motion and ask for program associate Lorena Moreno to call the roll for a final vote? Yes. So, Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Yes. Commissioner Musley? Commissioner Ordeana, who's recused himself. Commissioner Linda Parker Pennington? Yes. Commissioner Marcus Shelby? Yes. And Commissioner Shiota? Yes. Great. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. And now would you invite President Ordeana to the meeting? Thank you. Yes, I will. I'm going to do my very best to get through item 3B um, in light of time. I'm now going to call item 3B, and if you wish to make a public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue, and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item 3B is the Cultural Center's endowment allocation for fiscal 2022, and the action under Item 3B is a discussion of possible motion to extend the grant agreement to the Bayview Opera House Incorporated, authorized by resolution number 06012063, and to increase the grant amount by $359,607 from $388,452 and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to enter into a grant agreement not to exceed $748,059 for fiscal year 2021 and fiscal year 2022, that fiscal year being 2021-22 at this time. Um, may I now ask for any commission comments on item number 3D? I'm seeing no hands raised. May I also ask for any recusals on item 3B? I'm seeing none. Um, I want to just remind you that um, I'm, I'm going to be asking now for a motion to approve sub item number 3B of the Cultural Center's Endowment for Fiscal Year 22, the allocation for the Bayview Opera House Incorporated. May I have the motion, please? So moved, Parker Pennington. May I have a second, please? Second, second. Shiata. Thank you. Rousing second on this. Now, may I ask for any public comment? Um, is there any public comment on item sub item number 3B of the Cultural Center's Endowment for Fiscal Year 22, the allocation to the Bayview Opera House Incorporated? So, we did not receive any emails. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and give it about 10 15 seconds um, for folks to raise their hands. Ton, if you see any hands raised, please let us know and we can go ahead and move those folks up to speak up. Hi, I'm seeing none. Okay. Give it a few more seconds. 
Public comment is not closed. Thank you both. I'm now going to ask for any final commissioner discussion or comments. I'm looking for any hands raised on item number 3B. And if there is no further discussion, may I call for a final motion, please? Um, and ask for a roll call. Yes. So I'll start the roll call vote. So Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Yes. Commissioner Muslay? Commissioner Ordeviana? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Parker Pennington? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Marcus Shelby? Yes. And Commissioner Shiota? Yes. Thank you very much, Commissioners. Motion passes unanimously. I'm now going to call item number 3C, and if you wish to make public comment on this item, <laughs> you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue. Um, and if you wish to be called upon at the appropriate time, you will be. This is item number 3C, the Cultural Center's Endowment for Fiscal Year 22. The action is a discussion and possible motion to extend the grant agreement for the Mission Cultural Center for Latino Arts, authorized by resolution number 06012064, and to increase the grant amount by $574,667 from $627,408 and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to enter into a grant agreement not to exceed $1,202,075 for fiscal year 2021-22 at this time. I am now um, going to ask for any commission comments. Are there any commissioner comments or discussion? I'm looking for any raised hands. I see none. Are there any recusals on this matter with Bayview Opera House? I'm sorry, with uh, Mission Cultural Center. Thank you, Ms. Moreno. I'm seeing no recusals. Um, I would like to remind you uh, that to say uh, your name when you make a motion, and I'm going to ask for a motion to approve item sub item three. C of the Cultural Center's Endowment for FY22, the allocation for the Mission Cultural Centers uh, for Latino Arts. May I have a motion, please? So moved, Parker Pennington. And a second? Second, Marcus Shelby. Thank you very much. May I now ask for any public comment on sub item number 3C, the Cultural Center's Endowment uh, 22 for the Mission Cultural Center for Latino Arts? Yeah, so we did not receive any public comments in our emails. Um, so we're going to go ahead and give it about 10 to 15 seconds for any folks who want to raise their hands and Tan will let us know if we see any raised hands. Hi, this is Tan. Uh, I'm not seeing any. Okay. So then we'll go ahead and close the public comment. Thank you, Ms. Moreno. If there's no further discussion, may I call for the final motion? May I ask uh, Ms. Moreno to call the roll, please, for a final vote? Yes. Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Yes. Commissioner Musley? Commissioner Ordeana? Yes. <laughs> Commissioner Parker Pennington? Yes. Commissioner Shelby? Yes. And Commissioner Shiota? Yes. Okay, motion passes unanimously.
Thank you, Ms. Moreno. I'm now going to call agenda item 3D. And if you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue, and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number 3D is the Cultural Center's endowment fiscal 22 allocation. And the action is a discussion and possible motion to extend the grant agreement to SOMARTS authorized by resolution number 06012065 by $764,737 from $838,597, a total of $1,367,985 for the Cultural Center 653,256 um, plus 714,729 for a total of $235,349 to sub Asian Pacific Islander Cultural Center, the AI APICC, uh, which is for $111,480. $81 plus $123,868 and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to enter into a grant agreement not to exceed $1,603,334 for fiscal year 2021-2022 at this time. Now, I would like to have any comments from members of the commission or discussion on this motion, on this item. I'm seeing no raised hands. Are there any recusals on this item? We're seeing no recusals. I would now like to ask for a motion to approve sub item number 3D for the Cultural Center's Endowment Fiscal Year 2022 allocation to SOMARTS. May I have a motion, please? So moved, Parker Pennington. And a second? Shiota, second. Thank you both. May I now have any public comment? Is there any public comment on item number 3D, the Cultural Center's Endowment for Fiscal Year 22 and the allocation to SOMARTS? Sure. We did not receive any public comment in our email. So I'm going to go ahead and do the 10 to 15 second pause. And Tom, let us know if you see any raised hands in um, any of our attendees for today. And just let us know. Hi, this is Tan. I am seeing none. Thanks, Tan. And we'll go ahead and close public comment for this agenda item 3D. Thank you. Now, may I call for any final commissioner discussion or comments on item number 3D? I'm seeing no comment. And if, since there is no further discussion, may I call for the final motion and ask for the call of the roll by Ms. Moreno? Yes. So, Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Yes. Commissioner Musle? Commissioner Ordayana? Yes. Commissioner Parker Pennington? Yes. Commissioner Shelby? Yes. And Commissioner Shioda? Yes. Great. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. I'm now calling for item number four. And if you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. The item number four is a special project grant and the action will be asking for a presentation uh, by Deputy Director Joanne Lee, but the action is 
discussion and possible motion to increase and extend the grant amount of $123,868 authorized by resolution 07062078 to the American Indian Cultural Center, the fiscal sponsor intersection for the arts by $111,481 and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to enter into a grant agreement not to exceed $235,349 for fiscal year 2021, fiscal uh, uh, 2022 at this time. And now I would like for Deputy Director Joanne Lee to present this item. Thank you. Hello, commissioners. Um, this is similar to the operating grant that you just approved for the other cultural centers. This is for the American Indian Cultural Center, one of our virtual centers. Uh, this is the fiscal year 22 grant that amends their current grant, um, extending it for one year and also for the additional uh, funds. Because they are not a subgrantee of one of the four kind of brick and mortar cultural centers, um, they are a separate uh, special project grant. Um, are there any questions? Thank you, Deputy Director Lee. I'm now going to ask for any commissioners general comments or discussion. I'm seeing no raised. Oh, Commissioner Shiota, please. Yeah, hi. Um, I uh, thank you, Deputy Director Lee. Um, I, I, um, I hesitate to ask and, and I don't want uh, the internal commission. Um, to do it, but I, I'd love once we have meetings again um, for um, so I visited all of the brick and mortar cultural centers. Um, I'd love to hear from some of the virtual uh, cultural centers um, what they're what they're up to and what their programming looks like in this in this crazy digital world um, and they could just join the call. So that's just a request um, in, in the future if if they can join a call sometime um, and just keep us uh, abreast because we like to advocate and we like to evangelize and we want to, you know, we want to, it, it always um, makes us, you know, feel great uh, to, to see what's happening out in the community. Uh, absolutely, thank you, Commissioner. Um, as you as you know, we have had um, the the cultural centers make presentations to tell you about their programming, um, and we can start to schedule that um, for the upcoming year. What a wonderful idea! Um, thank you very much, both of you. May I ask for any recusals on this matter? I'm seeing no recusals. I'm going to remind the commissioners to say your name after they respond to the motion, um, the request for the motion, and I'm going to ask for a motion to approve this special project grant. May I have a motion, please? So, um, motion, Marcus Shelby. Thank you. Is there a second? Second, Parker Pennington. Thank you, Commissioners Shelby and Parker Pennington. May I now ask for any public comment? Is there any? Public comment on item number four, this very special project grant. 
We did not receive any emails. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a 10 to 15 seconds for folks to raise their hands for those who are joining us. And Tom will let us know if there's anyone who would like to speak on the agenda item number four for the special grant. Special project grant, excuse me. Hi, I'm seeing none. Okay, thanks, Tom. So then we'll go ahead and we'll close the public comments. Thank you very much both. Um, I'm calling now for any final commissioner discussion or comments. And if there is no further discussion, may I now call for a final motion, please? Ms. Moreno, uh, yes. would you call the roll? Yes. Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Yes. Commissioner Musley? Commissioner Ordeana? Sorry, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Commissioner Parker Pennington? Yes. Commissioner Shelby? Yes. And Commissioner Shiota? Yes. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you very, very much. I'm now calling agenda item number five. I think that uh, program officer Tina Wiley is probably getting ready. Um, if you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. Item number five is our artist in, activist in residence action. Um, and the uh, staff presenter is art education program officer, Tina Wiley. There will be a discussion and possible motion to approve the um, artist in residence AIR funding recommendation to award two grants to the following organizations and to authorize the director of cultural affairs to enter into grant agreements for the amounts not to exceed the following at this time san francisco youth theater four hundred thousand dollars and citizen film four hundred thousand um, dollars may i now introduce uh, art education program officer tina wiley uh, to present this item miss wiley Thank you so much, Commissioner Collins. Um, yes, the Artivist in Residence grant is a grant program for nonprofit arts um, organizations to hire teaching artists. Uh, here, teaching artists are artivists, which is a combination of the two words um, activist and artist. So teaching artists are hired as part-time hourly employees to design and implement socially responsive art and creative exploration learning experiences as a means to heal and build community. In turn, teaching artists are provided equitable compensation and opportunities to further their artistic practices and professional development as educators in a three-year cohort. So the Artivist in Residence grant is an evolution of the Writers' Corps Teaching Artist in Teaching Artist in Residence WICTER three-year grant. WICTER focuses on youth literacy development through creative writing and nurtures the artistic and professional talents of those teaching artists that are grantees uh, through regular cohort meetings over the course of three years. Um, to give an overview of just the applications, there were a total of nine applications received and scored by three applicants on April 2nd. The panelists consisted of queer, straight, Black, Native American, Filipina, Latin, and Latinx identities. Each of them brought a unique range of perspectives from their professions as teaching artists, arts administrators, practicing artists, community organizers, and healers. 
Um, of those two applications that were recommended for funding, um, SF Youth, um, San Francisco Youth Theater and Citizen Film um, with a total of a total request of $800,000. Both um, SF Youth Theater and Citizen Film proposals um, uh, instilled a lot of confidence in the panelists. Uh, they shared strong histories of working with artivists through different collaborations. Um, they presented detailed and equitable compensation plans to pay artivists. And they also shared a vision for how these funds will um, positively impact their organization and the community at large. Uh, just to give a special shout out, SF Youth um, Theater's uh, proposal will support in-school anti-racist programming and Citizen Films proposal um, will support intergenerational community art making in Western Edition and Fillmore. Um, that is all. Thank you very much and also uh, thank you for bearing with my inarticulate statement of an artivist. <laughs> no um, worries. And thanks for the clarification for all of us. I'm still I'm still learning. Um, I'd now like to ask for any commissioner comments or discussion on this item. I'm seeing none. May I ask for any recusals? I'm seeing none. Um, I'm going to ask for the motion and may I ask uh, in giving the motion with each one of you who are giving the motion of the second to state your name. May I have a motion to approve the archivist in residence? Okay. So moved. Uh, Commissioner Shelby. Second, may Commissioner I have a Ferris. Second on this motion, please. Second, Commissioner Ferris. Thank you very much, Commissioner Ferris. Is there any public comment on agenda item number five, the archivist in residence? So we did not receive any emails for public comment to read off. So we'll go ahead and give it about 10 to 15 seconds to allow folks time to raise their hands for, for those who are joining us. And Tom will give us the cue um, or let us know if there's any hands raised. I mean, for we are currently on agenda item number five, Artivist in Residence for those who are joining us right now. Hi, um, I am seeing none. Great, thank you, Tom. We'll give it a few more minutes. And I just do want to let Commissioner Ferris know it is 1.52, so I know it's a few more minutes after, but I just want to give that to you now. And public comment is now closed. Thank you very much, Ms. Moreno. And now may I have uh, any final uh, discussion uh, by the commission? I'm seeing none. Oh, let me just jump in. I just want to um, say I am so excited about this project and um, Give a just a shout out to Tina Wiley on working on this project. Yeah. Uh, I think this is fabulous that we are rolling out different ways of looking at writers core so that we can uh, introduce other teaching artists and other creative disciplines to our public schools. And um, I think it's a great way to support both the artist community by supporting these teaching artists and to bring um, quality art education to our students. So, yay. Thank yes. you. Thanks so I've much. A broad smile after hard work. Thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for the, for this hard work. Are there any other commissioner comments or discussion? I'm seeing none. May I ask now for uh, to call the motion and ask for a roll call? So, Commissioner Collins. Yes. Commissioner Ferris. Yes. Commissioner Musley. Commissioner Ordeana. 
Commissioner Parker Pennington. Yes. Commissioner Selby. Yes. And Commissioner Shoda. Yes. Thank you. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. I love to see broad smiles that are well earned. Thank you very much, staff. Um, I'm now calling agenda item number six. And if you wish to make a general public comment or public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Agenda item number six is the writer's core teaching artist in residence and the action the staff presenter will be senior program officer Jaron Bonillo, but it is a discussion and possible motion to increase and extend the grant amounts of $52,000 authorized by resolution 0506-19109 by $55,000 to the Writers' Corps teaching, in, teaching Artist in Residence Teaching Artist for fiscal year 2021 and 2022 and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs to enter into grant agreements for amounts not to exceed the following at this time. Um, so, there is a long list, uh, and am I to read this now, or how would you like to handle this, uh, Ms. Benil? Commissioner Collins, would you, it's um, 155 and we discussed a break. Uh, is there, uh, would you like to take this item before going on break? Um, has, the, has the verdict come? No, the verdict's not in yet. So let, why don't we, can we move, should we then um, director move? Through this I, item, I think you should just keep moving through the item, and I will come in right away uh, as soon as I see the verdict coming in. Thank you very much. So uh, I'm now throwing it to uh, Jaron Benil. Thank you so much, Commissioner Collins, and good afternoon, Commissioners. As Tina Wiley mentioned, the Writers' Corps Teaching Artist in Resident Grant Program, also known as WICTER, focuses on youth literacy development through creative writing and nurtures the artistic and professional talents of teaching artists through regular cohort meetings. WICTER artists teach creative writing and foster the talents and literacy of youth through partnerships with schools and community-based organizations. WICTER has a strong history of prioritizing and providing access to LGBTQ youth, teenage parents, low-income youth, and youth affected by the juvenile justice system. I have a slide up here, uh, save the date. Uh, Word Storm is the annual culminating celebration featuring live performances and visual presentations by the San Francisco Writers' Corps youth participants. Word Storm 2021 is a virtual event that welcomes community members of all ages, backgrounds, and abilities to attend. The event is organized by the San Francisco Arts Commission through the Writers Corps Teaching Artists in Residence Grant Program and in collaboration with the San Francisco Public Library. This year, with resources from the San Francisco Public Library, the following recommendations allows each artist to enter their third and final year of a three-year grant term. I'd like to commend each of them for their passion and commitment to the youth and the communities that they serve. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Senior Program Officer Jaron Benio. Um, 
Now, uh, is there any commission discussion or comments on uh, this item number six? I'm seeing uh, Mr. Remington's hand raised. No, that's an old hand. I'm sorry. A old hand that we love to hold on to, so don't go too far. Um, so, uh, are there any recusals by the commissioners? I'm seeing none. Um, and now, what I'd like to ask for is a motion uh, with your name to approve the Writers' Corps teacher teaching artist in residence. May I have a motion, please? So moved, Parker Pennington. And a second. Second, Commissioner Shelby. Thank you. Is there any public comment on this item number six, the Writers' Corps teaching artist in residence? We did not receive any emails for public comment on agenda item number six, Writers' Corps, Writers Corps teaching artist in residence. Um, but we will give folks about 10 to 15 seconds to raise their hands. And let us know if there's any folks who would like to speak. Hi, uh, this is Ton. I'm seeing none. Great, thank you, Ton. So we'll go ahead and we'll now close the public comment for agenda item number six. Thank you very much. And now may I ask for any final commission commissioner discussion or comments? I'm seeing no raised hand, uh, and if there is no further discussion, may I call for the motion, please? Ms. Moreno? Yes. So, Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Left the room. Commissioner Musley? Commissioner Ordeana? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Commissioner Parker Pennington? Yes. Commissioner Shelby? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Shielda? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. I'm now going to call item number seven. And if you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue, and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number seven is the Cultural Equity Endowment FY21 funding recommendations. The fiscal year 21 timeline and overview. Uh, the discussion um, will be presented by Senior Program Officer Jaron Bonillo. Um, should I read this or will uh, you read this, Ms. Bonillo? Yes, you will be reading it. Uh, the applicants recommended for funding were selected through a competitive RFP process with the following process and timeline. Guidelines and applications released in October Commissioner Collins, I, I have some slides that I'll share and present the overview with the commissioners. Okay, so then I should turn this over to you. Yes, that would there be excellent. Go. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, as a reminder, enacted into legislation in 1993, the Cultural Equity Endowment legislation is stewarded by the San Francisco Arts Commission. Funds from the endowment help to ensure that is fair, there is fair access to opportunities vital to full cultural expression for historically marginalized communities, and that artists are represented in the development of policy and the distribution of resources. 
Over the past year, the community investments team focused on making shifts to the core grant programs in the cultural equity endowment by evolving our grant making to be responsive to the needs of arts organizations and artists during a very critical time when financial resources were declining due to shuttered venues. By taking in community feedback from key stakeholders and focus groups, we transitioned the Cultural Equities Initiatives Grant Program to multi-year general operating support to provide more flexible grant dollars to organizations to pivot their programs and meet communities in new ways. We also evolved the San Francisco Artist Grants, formerly known as the Individual Artist Commission Grant, by increasing access for individual artists by broadening the creative disciplines to include traditional arts, curatorial and socially based practices, and a new category for artists self-identifying as having five years or less experience. This resulted in an unprecedented increase in applications, which not only represents the increased need for city funding, but also the expression of resiliency of the art sector and the power of art to forge a path for healing during such a time of unrest. It is an honor and privilege to be here before you today to recommend applicants that articulated deep connections to their missions, communities, and artistic practices, truly confirming how art is essential and at the forefront of healing and recovery. The applicants recommended for funding were selected through a competitive RFP process with the following process and timeline. Our guidelines were released in the fall of October 22, and we had a grant panels February and March, and we he are here before you today for our funding recommendations. These will go to full commission in May with uh, grant periods beginning July 1 of 2021 through June 2022 or 2023. Next slide. The team conducted multiple technical assistance workshops, including uh, grant workshops for the trans and disability communities, a work sample webinar, category specific grant workshops, and 158 one-on-one -on -one consultations prior to the deadline. This includes a total of 333 uh, outreach participants engaged. Uh, next slide. From there, staff curated 10 distinct virtual grant panels with 40 panelists over the course of 14 days. Next slide. In addition to the cultural equity endowment, we also administered an unprecedented number of grant categories in the last 12 months focused on responsive grant making and recovery, including the arts impact endowment, the Sankofa initiative, the cultural center program, the dream keeper initiative, which you'll hear more about at our next uh, committee meeting and special project grants. Wanted to give you a sense of the volume and the tremendous work that the team does. Um, that is the end of my timeline overview. Thank you. Thank you very, very much, um, Ms. Benil. Um, may I ask for any 
commissioner comments or discussions on this item number seven. That doesn't mean that we are skipping over with deep appreciation this wide scope of deep involvement during this time and under these unprecedented circumstances. Uh, I, on behalf of the commission, we deeply appreciate the staff work behind it, as well as the review panels uh, that underlie everything that is going on here. Okay, um, the, the verdict is coming in, I'm sorry. And what is your, should we just go ahead and- So we should probably take the pause uh, now. Is that what your, is that what your pleasure is? Yes, it is, sir. Then we follow your direction and uh, can you instruct us uh, for we will the timeline be, in which we should uh, return? We should return in 20 minutes from right now. So the time is now 2.06, so that's 2.26? Yes. Is that clear to everyone? Okay. We can leave this open, is that correct? We will just be on pause. Yeah, we will stop the recording. Hey, so, I'm I'm going to pause the recording now. We're out of practice session and the recording is resumed. Thanks, Han. So I'm going to go ahead and start sharing my screen now to go back to the slides. It is now, I have 2.34 on my watch as we're returning back to um, Agenda item number seven. One second. Okay. Let me share the slide up. A little delay there. Great. So we are back on agenda item number seven for the cultural equity endowment of fiscal year 2021 funding recommendations, which was presented by senior program officer Jaron Bonillo. We are now in the section for um, public comment. So, Commissioner Collins, I'll go ahead and pass it to you. Um, Commissioner Collins, you're on mute. Roll it back. Um, I'm, I'm now asking for any public comment on agenda item number seven. Is there any public co comment on agenda item seven, the cultural equity endowment? For fiscal year 21 funding recommendations uh, for fiscal year 21, the timeline and the overview. We did not receive any emails, um, but we'll go ahead and give it about 10 to 15 seconds for those members of the public who are joining us who wish to make a public comment on item number seven, cultural equity endowment for fiscal year 2021 funding recommendations um, and fiscal year 2021 timeline and overview. And I think we're waiting for hands to be raised in case those who wanted to do a public comment. I do want to note for the record that Commissioner Ferris did leave the virtual space at 1.58 p.m. And we also had Commissioner Musley join us at 2.05 p.m. for this meeting. And we had Commissioner Ordeana um, needing to leave the meeting at 2.07. We still have quorum to move forward with the meeting. So I just wanted to note that. Thank you. So these are funding recommendations in the overview. Um, there, the the item um, will be taken up at the commission meeting. Is that correct, Darren? We have uh, funding recommendations following uh, this item. 
Moving okay. on to agenda eight. Eight. Thank you. And so agenda item yes. number eight will clarify what we have just done under agenda item number seven. So um, there is no further comment on agenda item number seven. Is that correct? Yes, public comment is now closed for agenda item number seven. We can move on to agenda item number eight. If you wish to make public comment on this agenda item number eight, you may now raise your hand to be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Agenda item number eight is for fiscal year 21, the funding recommendations. Uh, the staff presenter will be senior program officer, Jaron Bonillo. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. Um, next slide. Uh, in total uh, for the grants you're about to um, hear about today, 320 applicants were received, requesting a total of $11,418,950. The following recommendations include funding 102 applicants with an allocation of $4,092,344. Next slide. This kind of rolls up all of the impact by the numbers. Um, funding recommendations include 101 grantees, including 65 grants to individual artists, including the Ebony McKinney grant, and 37 grants to organizations, including the Artistic Legacy grant, and spans all 11 districts. I'd also like to really celebrate that 19% of the San Francisco Artist Grants um, are new individuals who are receiving an Artist Commission Grant for the first time. And this really demonstrates the efforts that we have done to increase access for San Francisco-based artists. Next slide. This slide details the grants to organizations. You'll notice that we have reserved allocations of $100,000 for the Native Arts category and the Artistic Legacy Grant. Those um, will be detailed at a future committee meeting. Next slide. Highlighting one of the individual artists works here. Next slide. This overview details the grants to individuals by creative practice. Program Officer Ann Tricky will go into more detail. However, I do want to highlight that the 228 applications received are an 88% increase from last year's submissions of 124. And that's the end of my report. Thank you. And thank you very much. Um, I now ask for any commissioner discussion or comments on this item number eight, please. I'm seeing Ralph Commissioner, commissioner Collins, I have a question actually. Um, yeah, it's just a clarification. Um, as far as the legacy grant is concerned, um, what can someone quickly um, explain the process of how we um, go about choosing a legacy artist? Uh, when that window starts and closes, um, just so that I'm clear. 
Yes, thank you, commissioner. The artistic legacy grant program is for a artistic director who's been embedded in their organization for 25 years or more. We are currently in the review process that those panelists include prior uh, grant recipients of the legacy grant and those recommendations will be provided at the next uh, committee meeting in June. So we'll have a more thorough report and overview for you at that time. Um, so I guess my question is, do you do you have to be a, a technically an artistic director by, uh, I don't know, I mean, could you be artistic director by another name if you weren't really called that, but you've maintained um, a legacy presence for, I don't know, several decades in this city? Maybe, yes, yeah. it's self-defined by the applicant. Okay. And and commissioners, we can we could nominate. Yeah, no. It's a it's a public and competitive right. process, so uh, people and organizations apply to the grant program. Okay. Are there any other uh, commissioner questions or discussion? Uh, yeah, this is um, Janine. Um, I just wanted to acknowledge uh, for senior program officer Benio that um, for every single page and every single line item on this page is hours and hours and hours and hours of and pages and pages and pages of work. So I just want to acknowledge that you make it look simple and roll it up in these slides, but it's it's such an immense amount of work. And um, congratulations on um, the the outreach and getting you know three times the applicants and um, and and thanks for all the hard work um, and getting getting money where it, where it's needed. I'd like to second that and with great appreciation. Um, and certainly at the very beginning of the year, the heralding of all of this to make sure that the applicant pool was really rich. Uh, Commissioner Walker was particularly concerned about that. So thank you very much. Um, I second uh, Commissioner Shiota's comments. Is there any other further discussion? <laughs> Well, I third the comments. That's called piling on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy to, I'm happy to pile on on this. <laughs> Good work. Um, is there any public comment on uh, these funding recommendations? May I ask for the public comment? Yes, so we did not receive any emails um, for agenda item. Number eight, fiscal year 2021 funding recommendations. Um, but we'll go ahead and give it about 10 to 15 seconds for folks to have an opportunity to raise their hand. And um, for those who are listening, again, we are on agenda item number eight, fiscal year 2021 funding recommendations. And Tom will let us know if there's any hands raised. I am seeing none. Great, thank you, Tom. So public comment is now closed for agenda item number eight. Um, and now we are um, going to agenda item number nine. Is that correct? That's correct. Thank you. If you wish to make any public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue and you will be called on at the appropriate time. 
Agenda item number nine is the San Francisco artist grants and the action uh, it will be presented by program officer and tricky. Uh, this is a discussion and possible motion to approve the funding recommendations of the San Francisco artist grants as if a funding recommendations to award 64 grants totaling 1,280,000 to the following individuals and enter into grant agreements with each of their fiscal sponsors for amounts not to exceed the following. I will now turn this over to uh, program officer and tricky. Thank you so much, Commissioner Collins. Um, Lorena, can you go on to the next slide? Great. So I'm going to um, go right into it. San Francisco Art Artist Grants, which were formerly called the Individual Artist Commissions or IAC, we are now calling them SFA, support resident artists who make and present work in all neighborhoods of the city. This category previously considered proposals in alternating disciplines. This year, we opened the category to all genres and added a new option for artists self-identifying as having five years or less experience to be reviewed by a separate panel. Staff also provided an additional technical assistance webinar focused on work samples. This led to an 88% increase in applications from the previous year, a total of 233 applications 228 of which moved on to panel review. Arts Commission staff curated five virtual review panels based on artistic project and practice, except for the five-year panel, which artists self-selected at the time of application. Those panels are performance, literary, visual, media, and five-year. This year's panelists demonstrated a deep understanding of racial equity and were able to lean into this concept, which felt both necessary and heavy within the new cycle of March 2021. Many applicants reveal personal and community trauma in their applications. And as we all know, artists make work about current events. They are often the first responders to what is happening in our communities. Panelists were able to have these discussions about these difficult topics in a compassionate and authentic way, providing candid and careful feedback during deliberation. This is a manifested goal of our racial equity plan and cultural equity endowment. Can you go to the next slide, please, Lorena? Great. So our recommended projects demonstrate cultural competency, originality, and a commitment to San Francisco and its communities. Many projects delve into family and cultural identity in the face of ongoing racial injustice. Some seek to respond to state violence. There was an increase in work focused on ancestral healing through traditional and emerging practices. Projects not recommended for funding don't necessarily reflect a lower score or quality. Many excellent projects fell below the amount of funding available from the Cultural Equity Endowment. So in summary, staff increased accessibility to this category, which was reflected by the increase in volume and range of applications. Staff provided additional targeted technical assistance, carefully curated panels, extended the eligibility check for applicants, managed twice as many panels in this category as in previous years, and extended outreach to panelists who had needed expertise. Staff designed the virtual panels around accessibility and provided additional information and assistance to audience members. 
the recommended projects in this category reflect the rich cultural history of San Francisco and the exciting new artists looking to thrive in this city. Next slide, please. This is the breakdown of the funding recommendations for the San Francisco Artist Grants. It includes 64 applicants for a total of 1,280,000, which are listed here by panel. And this concludes my report. Thank you so much, and it is wonderful to see you. Um, is that your Olafar Eliasson? Um, what is the background there? Oh, my my background is Sarah Kane. Fantastic. Um, so um, now we are. Uh, let me make sure I'm in the right place here. Discussion, um, commissioner. Discussions or comments. Yes, may I have any commissioner discussions or comments on this item number 9? Yes, please. Commissioner Collins, um, I was just curious. Is there a real challenge in finding uh, for these individual artists? Um, well, it's, it's not called that San Francisco artists grants of uh, finding uh, black. Individual artists or uh, artists for these um, applications. I'm just wondering. Um, thank you, Commissioner Shelby. We don't have the data for you today because it just takes longer to run those numbers and get those reports, but that is part of our presentation that will be at the full commission. Um, however, if you look at the uh, the memo and you look at some of the projects description, many artists self-identify you know who they are and and what they're working on and you can see that the very first person listed on there it's about it's about black educators in san francisco but there are many more um, exciting projects specifically around um, black identity and community in san francisco that i am very happy to recommend okay yeah i'm just i'm looking at the uh the list here but uh thank you i'd be interested in just kind of seeing where even myself could help get more people to apply music, you know, performance, musicians, um, other artists that I know should apply. <laughs> you know, I will call out and really thank you. Tanea Lensford, when she was a teenager, won the Young Writers Award when she was 13. She's represented and self-identified as a child of the incarcerated and has been an active voice in raising those. But again, at age 13, then again at age 17, she won, she won literally the Young Playwrights Award. And now she's uh, moving into um, being a more mature artist at this point. So thanks for that question, Commissioner. Um, is there any further discussion by the commission or comments on this agenda item number nine? I want to thank you again, Ms. Tricky, for the um, great presentation and for the underlying work for this exceptional list of, uh, of awardees. Um, are there any recusals for agenda item number nine? I'm seeing none. May I now ask for a motion? And in giving a motion, would you give your name, please? A motion to approve? Shiona, so moved. Nabil, second. Thank you very much. Um, may I ask for any public comment? Is there any public comment on this agenda item number, the San Francisco Artist Grants? 
Sure. We did not receive any public comments in the emails or in our emails, excuse me, not the. So we will go ahead and give it about 10 to 15 seconds um, for folks who are joining us. If you'd like to state a public comment for agenda item number nine, which is the San Francisco Artist Grants, um, please raise your hands now and Tan will let us know if there's anyone ready to speak. I am seeing none. Great, thanks, Tan. So public comment for agenda item number nine is now closed. So if there's no further discussion, may I call for a, the final motion and ask for uh, Ms. Moreno to call the roll for the final vote? Yes, Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? Out. Commissioner Musley? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Orleana? Out. Commissioner Parker Pennington? Yes. Commissioner Selby? Yes. And Commissioner Shiota? Yes. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. I'm now going to call agenda item number 10. And if you wish to make public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue, and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number 10 are organizational grants. Under 10A, there are cultural equity initiatives. A staff presenter will be uh, Debbie Ng, and this is a discussion and possible motion to approve the cultural equity initiative CEI funding recommendations to award 27 grants totaling $2,138,000 to the following organizations and to enter into grant agreements with each organization or their fiscal sponsor for amounts not to exceed the following at this time. May I turn this over to Ms. Ng, please? Thank you so much, Commissioner Collins. And um, good afternoon, um, commissioners and members of the staff. I'm so pleased to present an overview of the Cultural Equity Initiatives grant category, also referred to as CEI. Just to give you a sense of what these grants support, Cultural Equity Initiatives supports small and mid-sized arts organizations deeply rooted in San Francisco communities with core support grants of up to $100,000 over two years. Also known as CEI, Cultural Equity Initiatives is a cornerstone of the Arts Commission's grants programs and honors and amplifies our cultural equity endowment legislation that prioritizes funding for historically marginalized communities. This year, CEI evolved into the Arts Commission's first core supports grants program providing organizations in San Francisco with the funds they need to sustain day-to-day -day operations and provide maximum flexibility. This shift also takes into account the severe financial impacts that the art sector has experienced due to COVID-19. Some of you may recall that previously CEI funded capacity building projects such as strategic planning and technology upgrades. This year, CEI funds will help San Francisco-based organizations present ongoing artistic programming, hire much-needed and critical administrative support, fund professional development and board development, as well as implement COVID recovery and response measures, among others. This was truly an inspiring cohort of applicants whose names you will see in the following slides and their project summaries uh, described in greater detail in the memo in your packets. 
With vivid and at times heartbreaking detail, CEI applicants tell the story of how they responded to the pandemic and racial injustice with depth, creativity, and care. How, despite canceled shows and lost revenues, they prioritize funding artists above all else. How they helped each other adapt to online programming in the early days where this was very new and we were all learning and teaching one another. Um, they shared video equipment, they shared best practices so that the sector as a whole could move forward. In addition, they held virtual community healing sessions, bringing people together and counteracting social isolation. And they had huge successes in breaking attendance records and geographic boundaries with programming that reached new global audiences. So commissioners and members of the public, we hope that you will be as encouraged by these organizations as staff and panelists were. In this slide, you will see that we received 73 grant applications requesting a total of $6,025,600. The CEI funding recommendations include 27 applicants for a total of $2,138,000. And it's worth noting that compared to last year, this is a 36% increase in applications and a 45% increase in requested amounts. This concludes my report. Thank you for your time and your consideration. Thank you very much. Um, that was the presentation on item number 10A. Uh, we'll now go into um, ask for any comments or commissioner discussions on item number 10A. Are there any recusals? And I'm seeing no hands up. Um, may I ask for a motion and your name for a agenda item? Sub item number 10A, please. So moved, Parker Pennington. Second, Commissioner Shelby. Thank you very much. And now I will ask for any public comment. Is there any public comment on agenda item, sub item number 10A, the organizational grants for cultural equity initiatives? We did not receive any emails for public comment. So we will go ahead and allow 10 to 15 seconds for folks who are joining us to. Um, have time to raise their hands if you'd like to comment on agenda items um, 10A of the organizational grants specifically for the um, cultural equity initiatives. I was going to say CEI, but it's cultural equity initiative. Um, so, Tom will let us know if anyone has their hand raised. Hi, I'm seeing none. Thank you, Tom. So, we'll go ahead and close the public comment for um, agenda item 10A. Thank you both. Is there any final commissioner discussion or comments on item number 10A? I'm seeing no hands raised. May I now call for the final motion and ask Ms. Moreno to call the roll for a final vote? Sure. Commissioner Collins? Yes. Commissioner Ferris? No. Commissioner Musplay? Yes. Commissioner Orleana? No. Commissioner Parker Pennington? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Shelby? Yes. And Commissioner Shiota. Yes. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. I'm now going to ask for uh, item sub item number 10B. And if you wish to make any public comment on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. Item number 10B is our creative space uh, matter and the action. Um, the presenter will be uh, Senior Program Officer Jaron Bonillo, 
and a discussion and possible motion to approve the creative space CRSP funding recommendations to award six grants totaling $400,000 to the following organizations and to enter into grant agreements with each organization or their fiscal sponsor for the amounts not to exceed the following. I will now turn this over to Senior Program Officer Jaron Benil. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. The Creative Space Grant Program supports the enhancement of San Francisco cultural facilities through planning and facility improvement grants. Creative Space aims to improve existing arts facilities and develop new ones that will support the work of San Francisco's arts organizations and artists. The Creative Space Planning and Facilities Grants support ranges of planning planning and pre-planning for the development and acquisition of arts facilities and capital improvements to address emergency situations, improve the capacity of the creative space, and or to have significant positive effects on audience accessibility, comfort, and enjoyment. Next slide. The panelists reviewed 12 creative space applications according to the stated review criteria and funding recommendations include six applicants for a total of $400,000. The recommended proposals include planning grants for feasibility studies and capital campaigns and collaborative space planning for mission aligned organizations that strongly demonstrate meeting SFAC's uh, equity goals and the facilities these improvements include the removal of asbestos and electrical rewiring, a build out of a performance arts and community gathering space in the mission, and a build out of a cultural hub and gallery space in SOMA. And that concludes my report for Creative Space. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, may I ask for any commissioner discussion or comments on this item number 10B? I'm seeing no hands raised. Um, may I ask for any recusals? I'm seeing none. May I now ask for a motion to approve the creative space uh, grant allocation, giving your name um, on the motion? So, so moved, Parker Pennington. Second, Commissioner Musley. Thank you very much, Commissioners. Is there any public comment? On sub item number 10 B creative space. Um, we did not receive any emails for any public comment um, for agenda item 10 B of creative space. Um, so we'll allow about 10 to 15 seconds for folks who are listening. Um, you have an opportunity to raise your hands. If you have any public comment on agenda item 10 B um, creative space, um, this is a chance to say something about this. So um, let us know if. You see anything? Hi, thanks. Um, I do not see any hands. Great. So we'll go ahead and we'll close the public comment um, section for NB Creative Space. Thank you very much. And may I ask for any final commission or commissioner discussion or comments on this item number 10B? I'm seeing none. Um, is there any, since there is no further discussion, May I ask now for the uh, motion to be called and a roll call by 
Ms. Benio. I'm sorry, Ms. Moreno. Sure. Uh, Commissioner Collins. Yes. Commissioner Ferris. Commissioner Mislay. Yes. Commissioner Ordeana. Commissioner Parker Pennington. Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Selby. Yes. And Commissioner Shiota. Yes. Motion passed unanimously. Thank you very much, commissioners. We're now on to item number 11, new business announcements. And if you wish to make a public announcement on this item, you may now raise your hand and be added to the queue and you will be called upon at the appropriate time. This is the public comment part of agenda item number 11. It's first commissioner discussion and comments and then public comments. And does that also include perhaps our director who might want to make a comment on this historic day? Yes. Yeah. So, um, hands raised. Please, please. Hello. Uh, thank you, uh, Chairman Collins, and uh, thank you, Commissioners. Um, this is uh, uh, an historic day. Uh, an important day, a day that uh, Chairman Collins spoke to so eloquently this moment. And um, and I really um, want to say that I appreciate your, your alliance and being there and being really there, not just there in presence, but there in soul and spirit. Uh, that's why you serve here. That's why we all work here. Uh, and equity, diversity, inclusion, the upholding of human dignity is what we all strive for here and is what we all support. And, uh, and this day speaks to that. And the verdict that occurred in Minneapolis really speaks to that. And as a former city council member in the city of Minneapolis, I can say that um, I've been getting tons of uh, text and emails and phone calls and messages and uh i just want to say it's 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 a it's a great feeling it's a great feeling to see that justice can be done when we so often expect in the black and brown community that justice will not be done for us at all uh whether you're black brown indigenous or uh, or aapi for that matter and uh any bipoc community person cannot expect justice in america uh but today we did get it. So, and thank you for being there and thank you for your support. And uh, that's all I have to say. So, thank you. You know, and yeah. on a day like this, when it's been echoed so much that everything that we do is by the work of others, um, I want to also bear thanks to each member of our staff um, and our leadership for the exceptional work that you do, especially right now, because art really does lead the way. And it opens pathways of understanding that only the arts can express. And so I would like to just again express this appreciation that we're all feeling, you know, on behalf of the commission um, and to our staff for the immensity of your work. Um, any other comments from members of the commission? Yeah, I'll make a quick comment. Um, I was just staring at my piano. I remember when George Floyd was murdered. And um, I post this sign that says, I can't breathe justice for George Floyd. And it's just so symbolic that when the verdict came down, we all kind of took a collective deep breath 
for George Floyd. Um, I know I did. I was I couldn't breathe all day yesterday, this morning. Uh, I couldn't. It was hard. You know, it's hard to even just focus because we've all seen this before. We saw it with Rodney King. I was in Los Angeles during the Rodney King trial, and uh, I think that was the first time I was so affected by an injustice um, that the George Floyd thing was almost it was PTSD. It was like not again. So when the verdict came down. Uh, I know I took a deep, just deep breath, just a deep inhale, exhale for a gentleman who couldn't because he was murdered. And maybe that is that is something that um, um, we'll never forget. I, I know it gives me a renewed purpose as a as a public servant um, and to keep fighting. And it, it, one last thing is it seems like, um, you know, it's. You know, it seems like this is a great victory, but the the bar was, and I mean, there's so many injustices that this had to be a guilty verdict. And the fact that we're just like, oh my goodness, we all saw it with our own eyes, you know? We all were, were the witness to this murder. And for, so it's like, that's a, you know, I'm not gonna say it's a small bar, but wow. I mean, the fact that we're celebrating something that we knew was guilty that we all saw um, give, should make us, should inspire us to continue to work towards justice every day for, for those who don't receive this type of justice. I just wanna say amen to that, brother. May I now call for any public comment on new business and announcements? I'm seeing none. Ms. Moreno? Yeah, we did not receive any emails for any public comments. So we'll go ahead and give it another 10 to 15 seconds. Um, for members of the public that are joining us now, we are currently on agenda item number 11, new business and announcements. So if you have anything to say for this agenda item, please raise your hands. Instructions are on the screen. Um, Tom, let us know if you see any hands and you can go. Hi, I'm seeing none. Great, thank you, Tom. So we'll go ahead and we'll close public comment. Um, public comment is now closed for agenda item number 11, new business and announcements, and we can move on to the last one. I will now call agenda item number 12 and with all of our prayers and hopes for this world adjourn this meeting. Thank you, Commissioner Collins. It is now 11, 11, sorry, I'm all frazzled right now. <laughs> it's uh, a three, I got 311 on my watch. Um, so thank you to the folks for joining us. Um, Tom, if you can stop the recording and put us in practice session.